And today's guests are Tyler Haney uh, and Kevin Smith. Tyler is Director of Digital Strategy and Creative Services at Children's Medical Center in Dallas. Kevin is Director of Marketing Intelligence at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Tyler and Kevin will be speaking at the annual conference of the Society for Healthcare Strategy and Market Development of the American Hospital Association in Chicago on September 30th on the topic of online presence beyond SEO, directory management, patient feedback, and Facebook integration. Welcome, and thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. So your upcoming talk at Shishmid Conference uh, addresses topics that include online directory management, patient feedback, and Facebook integration strategy. I guess I'd like to ask uh, you about each of those categories. So first, why is online directory management important strategically, and how does it affect SEO rankings? So one of the more important things uh, for healthcare systems, um, hospitals in particular, in terms of when it comes to directory management, is much more basic than, than SEO. Um, we need to be able to, to be sure that our patients, the, the people that are coming to our facilities, that have, have people within our facilities, we need to be sure that they know how to get there. <laughs> At its basis level, the directories exist online, so someone can Google University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, they can Google a doctor's office, they can look for an imaging center and get the the, the addresses, the contact information, and ultimately be sure that that information is correct. They can get to the facility. Uh, they have no issues. So one of the, the frustrations, I guess, that, that we have within uh, the healthcare marketing world is with the proliferation of all these different directories online is making sure that this information is correct. Um, quite often, if you Google any example um, for a healthcare system or for a hospital, you get competing information that's addresses that are incorrect, telephone numbers that are incorrect, or four or five variations of the same information. So we need to be sure that we can send out the correct information, send the correct signals to our search engines, uh, and so our customers and our patients can get that information. So as far as SEO goes, when you're working on, I guess, on-page SEO um, within your website, there's certain things that you can do to ensure that you're sending those signals to the search engines to ensure those are correct. There's nothing about the search signal itself. There's nothing about your location itself that's gets you better search rankings. But ultimately, it's all about getting the correct information to the, I guess, to the customer and making sure that all the directories match. And I, I think what I would add to that is that now that we have such such high mobile usage that makes this that much more important, right? So um, people are using um, mobile search to find a location, and then they're navigating straight from that mobile device in many cases. So the just to um, second what Kevin said, the, the accuracy of that information is absolutely essential for our patients and their families. Well, it sounds like a lot to keep track of and, uh, you know, very uh, potentially time-consuming and, and somewhat complicated. So how many and what kinds of online directories do you include in, uh, in your strategies for your organizations? And are, are there different uh, categories of online directories? I w so I would say there are, there, there are different categories, but it's, it's very – it's kind of a – and we – 
and this one of the things that Kevin and I will be showing in our presentation is sort of a, a network of how this how directories work. So there are literally tens of thousands of directories online. Um, there are probably uh, maybe one to two hundred that actually matter, and there may be probably uh, three or four kind of base directories that, that tend to feed all of the other directories. So it can be, um, and, and the different the way to keep these directories up to date and the response times from each of the different main feeding directories can can vary greatly. Kevin, did you have anything you wanted to add on that? Yeah, I would just I would just add on to to Tyler's response that. Um, as you said, there's you know, there's thousands of directories online. There's a couple that really matter. Um, so there's and we'll have, as he said, we'll have slides at it. But slides like you know Google Plus, Google Google Local, uh, New Star, Localese, Axiom, Bing, Yahoo. These main directories that um, that a are going to come up in the search rankings the most often on the top on the first page. The ones that the users are going to see the most. But then some of the smaller ones like Localese, like Axiom, like Newstar, are, these are the directories that other directories scrape. So in order to clean your stream, quote unquote, of uh, making sure that your listings are correct, these are the directories that you would want to attack to make sure, claim your listings, get the information correct, get it out there in the uh, public domain, and then the other directories will scrape from those three, four, or five listings. and and Eventually, um, if you have those main ones correct, the rest of them will follow suit. Well, after you've made all this effort, uh, uh, you know, in the directory space online, how do you measure success with your online directory strategy? <laughs> Lack of phone calls, is that right, Kevin? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes, my phone and or my team's phone stops ringing from physician offices or uh, customer service saying such and such called and Google's wrong. <laughs> it's uh, somewhat of an anecdotal evidence. Um, now we do have we do have have ways of tracking um, tracking all of our listings. We do have a vendor that helps us with some of this. And the measurable aspect, um, at least with GPMC, is to rely on one of our vendors that helps us uh, claim some of these listings, help on some of the. Um, the tracking of our listings, and we can look down in their dashboard and see the status of each of, each of the listings that they track or that they manage for us. So across the ecosystem, we can watch, is this listing for a singular, for the Heart and Vascular Institute at UPM, UPMC, for example, is this correct on Google? Is this correct on Bing? Is this correct on Yelp or Foursquare or whichever directory we want to see? And ultimately, success is 100% across the board for each and every listing for me. But as Tyler said, <laughs> it's really in real life, the phone stops ringing. Yeah, this is really, um, and, uh, and Kevin's had this experience, I've had this experience. This is actually a, uh, a big problem for, particularly in healthcare, for, for us because it's kind of the, 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 quaint, the uh, complaint or the question with no answer. Um, People, I think, a lot of times think that because we manage the website, that we manage the internet. <laughs> and so, yeah, exactly what Kevin said: success is is making is everything being perfectly consistent. And Kevin, Kevin, and I use the same tools to make that happen. In terms of online patient feedback, I assume you're primarily referring to social media sites as well as to your organization websites, where 
patients made post positive or negative comments, or or do you also include such things as these uh, online patient insight communities that are um, recruited panels of patients to give feedback on different uh, topics uh, for these hospitals and health systems? We include all of them, actually. Um, the only ones that are within our, our social media strategy with our in our inbound marketing strategy that actually has a required process um, as a response matrix are the ones that come into to us on Facebook or on Google Plus or within our social media channels. And by policy for us, those have to be responded to as if the patient made the complaint or made the issue or raised the concern in person. Um, our legal system, our, our compliance department ensures that those patient complaints have to be just have to be treated just like the person did it in person or on the phone. One thing to think about, though, uh, with all these online directories, um, with all these health communities that exist online, they can't all be managed by no no hospital system. I don't care who who they are or how big they are, is going to have the resource to be able to manage this type of community across the internet. However, we do encourage our physicians and we do encourage um, our patients to give us feedback, to do a review. And the thing to keep in mind is at this point within the search engines, Google in particular, there's no sentiment analysis for a review. Google doesn't know if your review is good or is negative or positive. Google only knows that you got a review. They called it a local citation. And then local SEO, one of the biggest ranking factors, um, one of the biggest signals that, that, that you can a system can send a search engine is the amount of reviews. Positive or negative doesn't matter. If you have more reviews on your Google Plus page, say, or your Google Local page than XYZ competition, your page will inherently be more powerful. You'll send more more system more uh, more signals. You'll send more authority to the search to the search engines. Now that's a scary thing for physicians. <laughs> And for health systems in particular, because inherently we don't like feedback. We don't want that feedback public. Um, there's a lot of concerns with HIPAA. There's a lot of concerns of just simply doctors don't like negative reviews. It's just a fact of life. Um, but from a base SEO perspective, without considering all the politics and everything else at play, the negative reviews don't matter. They're just they're ranked the same as a positive review. I think this is a this is a challenge, and this is obviously the, there's the there's the the rating side of it, and and the search engine side of it, and then there's the business side of it. Is kind of as Kevin was alluding to, we're all in healthcare struggling with how to do this. Do we integrate ratings from a third party site? Do we ha have our own ratings on the site? Um, I know I think it's Scripps has actually had has a recommend button, and I'm sure there are other people for their physicians that people are using. Um, other people will just sort of have the the different um, social icons and ask people to you know sort of I guess give a rating based on a like or something like that. But um, as Kevin mentioned, there's a, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of pushback when you when you start talking about trying to integrate these things. Um, I think over time. That as we become more transparent in organizations, and we, you know, 
and we really start focusing on some of our some of our some of our quality measures that you'll see many many more organizations start to integrate ratings within their sites and it'll just be um, you know the, the social media is is a reality and people are used to the giving and getting this kind of feedback immediately so ultimately I think you're going to see a lot more health systems you know um, sort of start you know, start embracing it and even taking advantage of it for the purposes of search. Well, uh, you know, there's uh, as Kevin, as you mentioned, there's there's no organization that can monitor every single social media site, but uh, because there are a lot uh, of those sites, um, how do you manage to monitor the different social media sites for postings? Uh, uh, related to your organization, or do you prioritize just certain ones that you tend to monitor, the other ones just whatever happens, happens? How, how does it work uh, for you? And then, Tyler, I would have the same question for you. Sure. So I can respond to the ones um, of how do we how do we handle uh, negative comments on, on Facebook or in social media. The ones that hit our wall, the ones that come to our attention are the ones that come to us through our social media channels. Um, whatever the channel may be, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, uh, Instagram, doesn't matter. We, we get feedback from, uh, from people daily, good, bad, indifferent, um, and those are all, all monitored daily by our social media team. They have, things set, they have the alerts set up through those social media channels, um, through a couple, uh, a couple uh, software-as-a-service uh, vendors, that manage it for us as well, but they simply watch <laughs> and monitor themselves um, feedback as it comes. We have a response matrix um, that determines how anything is responded is responded to. So the social media team judges what the comment is, who it should go to, who they need to loop in, what the kind of comment they want. One of the things that that health systems struggle with really is how can we comment? What can we say? What will our legal department say and acknowledge or allow us to say and acknowledge? And oftentimes it's the speed of the response. <laughs> when people are, are complaining or people have an issue and they're, they're using social media as their communication channel, oftentimes they just want to know that you're listening. They just want to know the, that, that the, the company is listening, that there's a response, and it's less of uh, the content of the response than the, than the response itself that matters. So we try to judge what we can say when we, and when we can say it and how quickly we can get back with the individual. And usually we try to take it offline. Um, quite often it's going to be about patient care. It's going to be something that we cannot discuss in a public forum. So we'll get them a telephone number. We'll ask them to, to private message us and get the conversation online so we can get them directed to the correct people and talk about what the, what the real issue is. Um, we also do use uh, a social media monitoring company which really is a very advanced version of Google Alerts that every time someone mentions our health system or some of our positions or anything like that, we can search within the stream and find out within you know, 10 or 15 minutes and see if it's something that we need to address. And sometimes those, those issues may be someone was waiting too long in a, in a waiting room, and that's something that we can address. Well, we probably would never contact the individual who's talking about that, but it's something that we can send to our patient experience team or we can send to that position and just let them know that maybe we might need to clean that up and we can act on it without ever really engaging the individual. 
So I have to say that, um, and I, I, I've been at um, this is kind of my this is my third um, role in a, in a third different uh, health system. So um, I, if I can tell a little story about how we address negative online postings, uh, my social media manager came to me last week, I think, and said, "Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! We had." We, ha we got our first negative response, so um, I think that, the, that we benefit a lot from um, being a, a children's uh, medical center, and um, so it was it was funny. It was kind of what happened. The, the way that we went, we addressed it was we got a negative tweet, and we basically followed the same thing Kevin just outlined. We we responded immediately. People are really looking for immediate feedback now. They want they don't want to wait 24 hours so you can get all kinds of legal um, approval on your response. They want to know that you're listening. So we responded immediately, took the conversation offline through direct messaging, and then we internally addressed the issue. We made sure that we took we had someone from our, our quality group contact this person directly. Next morning, the individual that had posted the negative tweet, or um, we got a positive tweet and retweet from a retweet from that same person. So it really, it, it was kind of a textbook example of exactly how you would want to handle a situation and the desired result because this person had you know had had a, a somewhat negative experience and knowing that we were listening and we were willing to address it um, just really turned that experience around as far as how you actually monitor all these things i mean i think there and, and this is something that kevin and i are going to we're going to talk about the tools um, in our presentation um, you know there are some expensive tools the rating sixes of the world um, uh, Visible technologies. I mean, is, is some is is uh, another paid tool. Um, there are a bunch of these paid tools out there, but then not everybody necessarily has the budget. So we're actually um, there's some really interesting things that you can do to um, create alerts for yourself to do this monitoring. Um, one of the things that I've started using recently is uh, if this then that uh, recipes. So we'll monitor RSS feeds from certain sites. And then it will automatically send an immediate alert and, and to um, either by, be t by text or by email to me that, some, that we had a mention. We can also automatically log it to sort of a data, an online database through Google Drive or even maybe through Evernote to, um, so we know every single comment that comes out. So there's sort of the, the – the, depending on your budget as an organization, you can select different tools but still be successful in your monitoring. Well, I can uh, actually. It's a very interesting story about the uh, turning that negative uh, tweet into something positive. Um, so, do you have strategies to influence positive uh, online postings of patient feedback? Because we all know that uh, people are more inclined to communicate complaints than they are to communicate praise. So, uh, how do you stimulate that type of positive feedback, or do you even try? Well, I, first, I wanted to address that. Um, Kevin, did we not did we not see some um, data recently that said that some of that sort of shifted the positive versus negative the likelihood of posting those things? Yeah, I think we uh, I think we talked about that offline too, and we'll have it we'll have it in our slide that that uh, because of the proliferation of social media and, and the immediacy of social media <laughs> that people are starting to actually um, respond or post or give a little bit more positive feedback more often than they used to for strictly negative. Um, one of the things this touches on is, is unfortunately something that in the inbound marketing world and in Tyler and I's role, we really can't influence. Um, the best way to, to and 
Tyler's heard this this speech or this this thing from me numerous times. <clears throat> the best way that we can influence positive feedback, online rankings, and positive uh, patient feedback, the best way is to provide superior care. And <laughs> ultimately, that's out of our realm. Um, unfortunately, the better you treat people, and the mo- the more efficient you are as an organization, and the the more uh, the more impact that you have in those moments that matter. That's what's going to influence somebody doing a, a positive feedback. Now, however, we can facilitate the way that they give that feedback. And again, I'll go back to one of the vendors, uh, one of the vendors that we use, and we'll we'll highlight this within the presentation. You can do uh, quick little surveys. You can make those available to the patients at the moment that they're leaving your facility. One of the ways that that we've looked into doing this is providing um, providing someone at a moment of checkout or something in a physician offices, in a physician office, allowing them right then to hit an online survey, hand them a, an iPad or hand them a Kindle or something with a, a, a survey app on there where they can then go through and tell you about what their experience is. Um, one of the interesting things about that facilitation is that if they give you uh, something of a negative review or a less than positive review, because it's immediate, because they're in the facility, and because it's an online entity, you can then shut that down and comment directly to send a text or make a phone call to whoever the office manager is, and they can address that before the person even leaves the, the facility. But within that, within that application, the, the survey application, then you can send that application, that review out. You can send it out to maybe your, your own online directory within your organization, or you can send it out to Google Local, or you can send it out to Yelp or CitySearch and start kind of populating those reviews, those po- those positive reviews for your organization online. It's not something necessarily that I think would be um, approved, <laughs> quote-unquote, by some of the, the search engines, but it's definitely not something that's, that's black hat or not something that's expressly against the terms of service, although that may change. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think essentially, really, I mean, when you talk about the word influence and influencing positive online postings what we really want to influence is the quality of our care right and the, the way that we treat our patients and their families and you know we're basically i mean it's oversimplifying but we we really want to make sure that we influence our organizations to do the right thing and you know what so you're not directly influencing positive postings but when you influence the way that you do do business as an organization and the way that you treat people then the positive online postings will will follow okay that's that's really good information uh uh my last topic of questions today for you i appreciate all your time is uh facebook integration because that's one of your uh topics in your talk so can you start by defining what you mean by Facebook integration in, in terms of uh, your objectives and, and strategy? So there's two different ways um, that we – it's probably more than two different ways, but there's two different ways that we looked at Facebook integration in terms of this presentation. One being uh, how do you integrate Facebook within your search strategy? How does Facebook as a um, – <laughs> as a kind of a catch-all phrase for social media. How do you integrate this into your inbound marketing strategy? How do you integrate this into a notoriously somewhat antiquated uh, marketing model that most healthcare systems have? The other way being, um, 
how do you integrate it within your tactics and how do you how do you utilize the the information that you can get from from Facebook and from social media there's no um, there's no doubt for for any of us that Facebook is going away, that Facebook that social media is not going away um, it's becoming more of a day-to-day job the search engines are well aware of this social signals are becoming one of the biggest uh, ranking factors for local SEO um, one of the things that 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 you have to do in order to be successful in search for a healthcare system is to figure out what signals matter, what a local citation is, how to get them, and how that and what that means to your system when you get a review. So we'll have a couple of slides within the presentation that detail this and how this works out. Um, but ultimately, it's it's really a selling for at least in my position, it's a selling day to day to my executives my bosses and explaining to them what social media is, how we need to take advantage of it, how we can use this and we can leverage this information to be more efficient as an, in marketing as an organization, but also how we can use this information to make our advertising campaigns, both online and offline, more targeted. That Facebook integration, the open graph that Facebook allows, allows us, allows us to dive very deeply into the likes the dislikes and the interactions that our our user base, our patient base, has online, which then we can then take a turn into figuring out who these people are, who we're marketing to, what their age groups are, what their likes and dislikes are, and where we should send our messaging and what our messaging should say. Yeah, I so I, and I think uh, the dividing into sort of two groups is pretty is is pretty interesting because when we talk about how we integrate. And integrate social media, Facebook specifically, but social media in general into a site. I mean, honestly, our goal is to just create good content, and the integration piece would be like it would be giving people the ability through social media to share that content. So that's there's a pure integration there, allowing them, encouraging them to share content that they feel is high quality with you know their friends or um, their social circle. And if you create that kind of good content, then they're definitely going to to, to share. That content and that obviously really improves your search engine optimization. And then that's when I think when you start communicating to senior executives in organizations, where you start seeing the real business value um, of of integrated social media. Um, and I think we may. And I'm not sure, but I think we may try to touch on even the possibility. And I'm not sure. And I'm, I'm probably going to ask this question. Um, to our audience is that is anybody actually doing Facebook logins um, where you can actually connect with Facebook to sites because that, con- that that conversation comes up and we're going to do a little bit of uh, extra research on that too. Um, but and then, then as Kevin said, going into the um, I think he really did a good job of uh, um, addressing the the advertising side of it. So I probably should, don't really have anything to add on that. But um, I guess the other thing that we kind of are always you know we're always careful about in healthcare is and again, I guess I'm over, I like to oversimplify, but we try to exercise good judgment. I mean, really, we're, don't be creepy when you do these things, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's really the, you know, it can be if if you start if you start trying to use this information to, despite whether they, I mean, obviously, anything you do with Facebook advertising. Anything that someone does, it follows the privacy model of the person using that using the Facebook application. So whatever they set their privacy model on Facebook is is the privacy model. But 
just because of that, we still have to use good judgment. And there are certain there's certain subject matters that you probably don't want to delve into. And Kevin and I will talk a little bit about that in our presentation. Well, thanks very much to both of you for being on this podcast today and sharing some really valuable information. Sounds like your talk is going to be great. Thank, Thank you very much. We've been speaking today with Tyler Haney, Director of Digital Strategy and Creative Services at Children's Medical Center in Dallas, and Kevin Smith, Director of Marketing Intelligence at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Again, Tyler and Kevin will be speaking at the annual conference of the Society for Healthcare Strategy and Market Development of the American Hospital Association in Chicago on September 30th on the topic of online presence beyond SEO, directory management, patient feedback, and Facebook integration. If you're attending the conference also, please come by and visit Healthcare Success Strategies at our booth 202 on the exhibit floor. We'd love to see you.